It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. The Orlando Magic win again and win in a way we never expect them to. A way that they're not supposed to be able to win. Yes. Another one of those. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Jamal Mosley's rotation decisions and a whole lot more on today's Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 10th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossmark. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Magic win in a way they're not supposed to. A sign of the growth, a sign of the way that they are becoming the team that maybe they want to become. We'll get to that coming up here in a bit. Plus, Jamal Mosley's rotation decisions. What that says about him, maybe what that says about what the Magic were trying to do and what we can, what we can make sense of out of winning without your starters. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's right when we upload, first thing in the morning, um, on your way home from work, while you're working out, whenever, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us. Remember, there's a lot of great Locked On podcasts out there covering every single team that you can think that you could probably think of. Go so check them out wherever you download podcasts to so search for Locked On and the team you are looking for. Every condition was set up for the Orlando Magic to lose on Wednesday night in New Orleans. Second night of a back-to-back, a home road back-to-back at that. Those are always, always, always tricky. Um, The Magic were up 15 at the half. They gave the lead away as C.J. McCollum went on an individual tear. Him and Jonas Valanciunas absolutely gutting the Magic in the third period to get back in the game and tied at 73. 
The Magic did not play or sub out any players. They did not play a starter or sub out any players in the fourth quarter. A, a controversial decision, which we'll dive into a little bit later. By all accounts, this was a loss. By all accounts, this was a schedule loss. By all accounts, this was a young team loss. A young team not knowing how to close a game, how to finish a game off. By all accounts, this should have been just a run-of-the-mill loss. I certainly thought it would be. I didn't think the Magic would have it in them after a gutting loss to Phoenix on Tuesday at home um, to be able to come out and get this kind of a win. So when we see the Magic win games like this, when we see the Magic do the things that they did to get themselves this kind of a win, yes, I know Brandon Ingram didn't play. Yes, I know New Orleans was also on the back end of a back-to-back, having lost to Memphis on Tuesday night on national TV. All of that is certainly part of the equation, certainly part of the reason why the Magic were able to get this win. But at the same time, Orlando still had to do the job. At the same time, Orlando still did all those little things they needed to win. At the same time, Orlando still got the experience, still saw what it will take to win when they're ready to be competitive. We've all been looking for those little signs or those little inklings of, okay, like this is what this team is trying to be. We've talked a lot over the last few weeks about the team's pace and how they've picked up their pace or their 10th in the league in uh, possessions for 48 minutes. We haven't talked a lot about their defense yet because it's been up and down. It's been just kind of all over the place for most of the season. It's a young team. They're going to make mistakes. So to see the magic go on the road, second night of a back-to-back, Give up a 15-point lead. Give up a bad third quarter, which really statistically wasn't even that terrible. Give up a bad third quarter and still come out winners. That's a pretty good sign for a young team. That's pretty good for what the Magic are trying to be and what the Magic are trying to accomplish. Think of it this way. The Magic and the the Pelicans were tied at 73. From that point, the Magic went on an 8-0 run. They answered the run. As Jamal Mosley has said ad nauseum this year, this game is a game of runs. You have to learn how to absorb those punches, take those runs, and answer them with one of your own. So when Chumo Kiki hits an and-one basket, when Gary Harris hits a three, when Wendell Carter hits a tough fadeaway jumper to cap off that run and reestablish the lead, that's a sign of growth. That's a sign that this team is, is understanding that concept. Hanging on when teams throw their best punches, when teams come at you with everything they've got. And answering it with one of your own. Again, young teams, teams with the Magic's record, are not supposed to answer that call. And yes, in this last quarter of the season, when there is potentially some nefarious things going on with how the Magic are setting their lineups and how the Magic are are thinking through these things. The Magic aren't supposed to be a team that answers that call, that, that makes this kind of very tangible progress. They're not supposed to be able to make these plays and, 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 and hold off a team that is in the playoff hunt like New Orleans, a team that needs this win. New Orleans may very well go back at the end of the season when they're going on the road in the play-in tournament and saying, if we would have beat Orlando that night, we'd be it. 
we'd be hosting a playoff. We'd be hosting a playing game instead of going on the road to Los Angeles or wherever. It's a real thing. It is. And the magic got down and did the job. Again, I get the conditions. I get that New Orleans had plenty working against them too. But you still have to do the job. And when New Orleans tried to make runs every time in the fourth quarter, when their bench made a little push, Orlando extended the lead back out. When New Orleans brought C.J. McCollum and Jonas Valanciunas in with about seven minutes to go, and they made their push for the lead, got it down to like five points, five, six points, Orlando pushed it back out to 11. Why didn't Jamal Mosley sub? Because that group was doing the job. And he wrote it. We'll talk more about that, and we'll talk more about that decision coming up here. But another point deserves mention here, too, because this was a grimy, dirty win, a 108-102 win. The second straight night, Orlando's given up only 102 points. It's part of a bigger trend. You know, we, we I've talked a lot about what my goals for the season are, and, and one of my goals is I want to see the outlines of who this team is going to be. I want to have an idea of what this team is trying to grow into, what they're trying to become, when they're ready to compete, whether it's next year, whether it's two years from now, whenever. There has to be an overarching vision, and Jamal Mosley has to kind of put in what that identity is. And we've talked a lot about the pace over the last few weeks. It's been a highlight that I made because it's really the only bright offensive thing the Magic have going for them. They are not a good offensive team. It's the biggest thing holding them back. It's the biggest thing keeping them from doing anything of consequence. The other aspect of this identity that is starting to emerge is their defenses. Plenty in the in the Magic-based um, PR media world are, are saying Orlando has the top defensive rating in the league since the All-Star break. That's just six games. However, one of those was a really bad game against Memphis, uh, 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 an outlier game that would weigh that, that average down, and they're still first. New Orleans was second, by the way, so not super surprising that Orlando struggled uh, offensively. Although, and Orlando's also bad offensively, but... After, you know, January, we talked about in January, the Magic had the seventh best defensive rating in the league. They slipped a little bit in February. Time at home has really hardened that defense up again. And for the really the third third straight game in four, Orlando's defense was the catalyst. Because another thing young teams are not supposed to do, young teams are not supposed to play well when their offense struggles. And we know the Magic's offense is going to struggle. We know the Magic's offense is going to have difficulties. We know they're going to really, really, uh, really, really struggle. The Magic are not supposed to be a team that wins on their defense. They're not. But that's increasingly what they're becoming. Against Toronto, the Magic's offense was not very good. But their defense gave them energy, gave the offense a chance to get back in the game. Against Phoenix, the Magic's offense was not good. But the defense gave it a chance put it in a position to win. Now, obviously, offense is what's going to win you those close games. And again, on Thursday, on Wednesday, Magic's offense was okay. It wasn't great. It definitely got tired toward the end of that fourth quarter. But the Magic made the plays down the stretch they needed to make, and they played defense well enough to win the game. That's the truth of it. That's the bottom line of it. Orlando made the plays they needed to win the game. And that's increasingly what we're seeing from this Magic team. Increasingly what we're seeing is this team fight hard, get down and defend, 
and win games the way they want to win games. Now, I'm not here saying that the Magic are a perfect team or that the Magic are about to make a, a late playoff run or, or, or a huge push. There's still a lot of learning, a lot of growing to go. To go. Um, and there are plenty of conditions in this game that were in the Magic's benefit. But by the same token, Orlando won on the second night of a back-to-back when they were clearly very tired. They won with their defense. And they responded well to runs. To a big punch that a playoff caliber team put on them. That's growth. That's the exact growth the Magic want to see. And that's why this win was a really good one for the team. Despite all those positive signs, the big talk about the Orlando Magic's win over the New Orleans Pelicans happens to be a coaching decision. I think it's time to talk a little bit about Jamal Mosley just a little bit um, and, and give some recognition to him coming up here in just a moment. But first, I'm not so much into the supplement game. I take maybe a daily vitamin uh, once a day. Um, it is it, it, it is a world that I am not so familiar with, but I'm trying to take care of my health. I'm getting a little bit older, a little bit older every day. Um, I need to take a little bit better care of my body, a little bit better care of my health. And if there's something that I can do that is easy to do, it's just simple, simple supplement, simple drop, simple gummy vitamin, whatever it is, I, I want to do it. I want to take care of myself and keep it simple. So that's why I'm really excited that we're partnering up with Athletic Greens because this is a, a, a huge da- a huge daily vitamin uh, company and daily supplement company that makes it easy to understand what's going what what you're taking and makes it easy to make it part of your daily life. That's the biggest difficulty is just making something a daily routine. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75. High-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All those things. Look, I'm I'm here, like I said, for something simple. I want something that I take late. Right when I wake up, I'm starting to record these podcasts. In the morning, this one a little bit later, but in the morning for the most part, right when I wake up, I've got a busy, busy, busy day ahead. I don't have time to do something crazy or to to, to drop a, like a huge powder drink, put it in the fridge, wait for it to get cold. I don't have time for that. With Athletic Greens, they have different options. They have they have mix-ins that you can add to your water. They have droplets. They have they have they have plenty of options to help you get make this part of your daily life. Multivitamins are super important. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's the one thing that you can do every single day to take care of yourself. So if you subscribe to Athletic Greens, your subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months when we don't get much sunlight. Even here in Florida, probably notice my camera is a little bit dark. It's because uh, my my windows are open and the sun is not shining through today. It is it is it still gets dark here. The great part about this, it costs you less than three dollars a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens is a climate neutral certified company. In 2020, Athletic Greens purchased carbon credits that support projects protecting old growth rainforests. For every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. 
In 2020, Athletic Greens donated more than 1.2 million meals to kids in 2020. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at Bet Online. It's that time of the year again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us. The playoffs are within sight too here in the NBA. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So uh, a lot of fans uh, and a lot of discussion that I got, and, and daily reminder, if you send me a tank GIF, I will mute you. That's just how it is. Um, a, a lot of fans discussing Jamal Mosley's decision to stick with um, a certain rope with, with one lineup for the entire fourth quarter. The Magic went with the lineup of RJ Hampton, Terrence Ross, Chuma Okiki, Mo Wagner, and Gary Harris for the entire fourth quarter. It was a bit of an odd decision, for sure. Obviously, Wendell Carter was having a great game. Cole Anthony was having his most efficient game in a long time. The, Ma- the Magic very easily could have gone to the Stars and probably would have had the same outcome that they ultimately had in this game. Um, I thought that, in, you know, like a lot of the responses I got was, you know, the Magic tried real hard to lose this game, not subbing out in the fourth quarter. But, you know, honestly, maybe, I don't think that had anything to do with it, honestly. I think, honestly, Jamal Mosley really showed his flexibility as a coach um, and his willingness to go with a lineup that, to go with his gut and go with a lineup that was working. Um, again, like, all this tanking stuff, that's that's fan created. You know, maybe there's some management saying, okay, like, okay, guys, let's let's ease off minutes. Let's you know, kind of ease off the throttle a little bit. But coaches are trying to win games, and, and Jamal Mosley is certainly trying to win games, and you want him to try and win games because again, so much of this right now, this moment in magic history, so much of this is about building toward the future. You want these players to be able to win. You don't want these players. You don't want these coaches accepting losing as okay. Now, they've all said that the goal of this year isn't wins and losses. They're not measured on wins and losses this year, and that's fine. That's kind of how you have to cope and grow and learn for the season, but you don't want a coach playing to lose because if that happens, then you lost it all. 
Jamal Mosley to me this year, and, and we talked about him a lot early in the season. He was going through some growing pains, definitely some odd rotation decisions then. And then I would honestly say, yes, Jamal Mosley is still learning how to build a rotation, how to get a feel for a game, how to make sure he's picking lineups. And some of that is, I think that, yes, Orlando doesn't base its lineups and its rotation decisions all the time based on the flow of the game. They base it on what they want to see. But this was very much a feel for the flow of the game. This was very, very much the magic saying, we believe that this group can get us to the finish line and we're going to give some of our starters a little bit of a rest. It was a risky play, but remember, he did it against Utah early in the season with Gary Harris and RJ Hampton and they won that game. Mo Bamba was going to check in and he said, nah, let, let these guys finish, let them roll. That's a sign of a coach that understands his team and understands what his team is capable of. There were a lot of moments in that fourth quarter on Wednesday where it looked like the Magic, you know, like if, if the Magic did not get a stop, that he'd call a timeout and reload with the starters. Um, at the very least, bringing back in Wendell Carter, Franz Wagner, and, and maybe probably Cole Anthony. There were a lot of moments like that um, in that fourth quarter. But every time they got a stop, every time not only did they get a stop, they got a big basket to extend the lead back out. New Orleans couldn't break them. And yes, that, that group was really tired at the end of the game, but it got to a point where all the players were on the bench so long that bringing them back in cold probably wasn't going to help them win either. One of the big complaints that a lot of fans had about Steve Clifford was his lack of flexibility. The rotation was the rotation. He didn't ride the hot hand. He didn't stick with the guys uh, that were playing well in the moment. He stuck to kind of consistency. And his big thing was players know when they're coming in, when they're coming out. They know they, they, they know who they're playing with. There's that level of expectation and consistency that helps everyone grow. And, just, and, and that, that's a fine philosophy, but there were definitely games and definitely moments where Clifford should have stuck with a Terrence Ross or stuck with a Chumo Kiki or stuck with whoever, stuck with Mobamba sometimes because they were playing better and they were rolling and they had things going. This is what Jamal Mosley did on Wednesday. Jamal Mosley went with a gut feeling that his group could finish the game and that go, going back to the starters wasn't going to necessarily help the team win. To me, that, that shows a, a ton of growth as a coach. That shows a ton of growth that he trusts his instincts. And not only that, his instincts paid off. It was a good, it was a good call because the results played out the way they did. They worked. Now, there's definitely some trouble at the end of the game when New Orleans slapped on that press and there were some bad turnovers. But again, every time Orlando, that group made a mistake, every time it looked like that group was ready to come out of the game, Orlando made a play to extend the lead back out. At the end of the day, that's that's what matters. That's what that group was being judged on at the mo at that moment. And if things got really tight, he would have he would have pulled the plug. Now, this can certainly backfire like it did against Indiana when he went with a group that clearly wasn't going to help the team succeed when they gave up that 10 point lead and he probably or gave up that 15 point lead and, and he probably went, you know, stuck with that group a couple possessions too long. So I'm not here saying Jamal Mosley's perfect on this. It's still something he is learning to do, but you do have to appreciate the flexibility. Now, maybe he should have a shorter leash on some of these groups um, when he's, when he's willing to try this, but you have to appreciate the flexibility. You have to appreciate that Mosley it understands his team well enough to know this group can get it done. This group can get the job done. 
and I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to ride with it. That's important too. And that's where the Magic found themselves Wednesday night as they were able to get the win. I had no problem with him sticking with that lineup. If you go back and look at my tweets on at Magic Daily, there was a point where I said Pelicans are bringing back McCollum and Valanciunas early. Orlando, you know, probably needs a short leash on these guys. I'd maybe bring back Wendell because Bo Wagner was looking really tired and, and struggled at times against Valanciunas. Um, you know, this group's playing really, really well. I, I, I don't mind sticking with them. Um, but if the, if the lead had gotten a little bit closer, yeah, the starters would have come back in. But that bench group did a good job extending the lead back out and just became, it got to a point where the Magic didn't need to wait any longer. Just didn't need to, this just could just, uh, they couldn't wait any longer. So credit to Coach Mosley for a gutsy and ultimately correct coaching decision. And we'll see uh, the next time what happens when he is faced with this decision as well. Because like the players, he's seeing situations uh, develop too. We'll talk, we'll go through the final box score here in just a moment as the Orlando Magic defeat the New Orleans Pelicans 108 to 102. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Swine door often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand the warehouse happens to carry. You have computers. You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The Orlando Magic defeat the New Orleans Pelicans 108 to 102. Just a really solid defensive game for Orlando. Again, uh, their defensive rating, they had the top defensive rating in the league since the All-Star break. It's just six games, but we'll take any success where we can get it. They hold New Orleans to 44.1% shooting from the floor, seven for 31 from beyond the arc. Remember, Landry Shamit hit six three pointers by himself uh, in Tuesday's loss to the Phoenix Suns. So giving up only seven three-pointers the next day is pretty good. Uh, New Orleans shoots 13 for 18 from the foul line. So 
Just a really good defensive game. Yes, New Orleans did end up scoring 61 points in the second half, so the defense slipped a little bit, but I think the defensive rating was still below 110. I think it was like 107, 108, which is above the Magic's average since the All-Star break, but below their season average of around 111. Going through the box score then. The hero of the game, Terrence Ross, he scores 12 of his 14 points in the fourth quarter, 5 for 13, shooting 2 for 9 from deep. Um, Terrence has been a struggle all year. This has not been a good year for Terrence Ross, um, but he hit the big shots that mattered in this game. He he hit, he he looked like the human torch again, and 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 anytime Terrence Ross has a torch game like this, Orlando has to win it. Um, he just gives them so much energy when when you get that little boost from him in the fourth quarter, his ability to hit tough shots. Uh, he had the huge dunk, uh, the huge three sixty dunk along the baseline late in that fourth quarter that really just kind of put the exclamation point on the on the game. Um good to see good, good to see the old guy get up there, LOL. Um but uh, uh just a really nice impressive performance from from Terrence Ross. Uh just a big boost. Uh without Terrence Ross, this whole thing wouldn't have worked. New Orleans would have come back and won this game. So Terrence Ross is a big reason why Mosley felt comfortable sticking with that group in the second half and the fourth quarter. Gary Harris, other nice game for him as well. 16 points, 5 for 10 shooting, 4 for 6 from deep. Um, Gary Harris just does all the right things, makes all the right plays. It's it's hard not to love him. Uh, now that he's really got his feet under him, he looks healthy for the first time in a long time. Um, that corner three is just automatic from him. They're, we're going to talk more about this in the offseason. I agree with a lot of the fans. If the Magic can get Gary Harris back, get him, bring him back. Just bring him back. Even if it's... Uh, massive overpay on the front end, and you can backload his contract. Bring him back. That, that the guy just helps this team so much, and I think he'd be a, a really big, really good addition to this group, and just just give them the spacing and the shooting that they that they so desperately need. Moritz Wagner deserves some credit too. Nine points, nine rebounds, three for four shooting. Uh, he was really good, man. He yeah, like Mo Wagner's had a really good year. I, I I will admit I was a huge Mo Wagner skeptic at the beginning of the season. Mo Wagner's converted me. He has just been really solid. Yes, he gets under people's skin. You know, his defense leaves something to be desired. I, I, I thought he was playing really well, but still thought Gwendolyn Carter should have come back in the game just to add some bulk and defense to, 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 to go up against Jonas Valanciunas. But Mo is really crafty with, with his shots around the basket. He is really good. He's a really good three-point shooter. He's turned into a really nice three-point shooter. Um, and and that just that's just such a big boost to this team. Uh, Wagner is a good energy guy. Again, you, you don't want to use him too much. You don't want to rely on him too much, but I, I really like him. And, and, and again, just another guy that that's just been really good to have on the team. Cole Anthony led the team in scoring with 19.6 for nine shooting three for six from deep five assists for him against one turnover. Loved Cole's game. Most under control that Cole's played, um, you know, a few possessions where he over dribbled a little bit. And, and, and that's, that's still something I think he needs to work on. If that, if that first attack isn't there, keep the ball moving, keep the ball, popping, but when he hits shots like this, he is really tough to guard, and, and and we saw a lot of this early in the season. We haven't seen so much of it lately, so hopefully this is Cole kind of finding his rhythm once again. Franz Wagner, 15 points, 6 for 13 shooting, 6 rebounds for him. Really solid game as well for Franz. Good cutting along the baseline, good cutting um, for him. Wendell Carter, 13 points, 6 for 11 shooting, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Love Wendell Carter's game. Just he just does so many things right. Just does so many good things. Rarely makes bad decisions. Um, he does make bad decisions, but rarely. Um, just another really solid game. I thought he played good defense when he was matched up with Jonas Valanciunas. Although Jay Val still had thirty points uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans. Jalen Suggs did make his return. He did not hit a shot. Just two points for him. 
five turnovers. Turnovers are really the big issue for the Magic. The only thing that really kept New Orleans in the game, 19 turnovers for 25 points. Jalen Suggs had five of those uh, 19 turnovers. Terrence Ross, Gary Harrison, Mo Wagner all had three. A lot of that coming in the fourth quarter when they were clearly, clearly tired, but it was just too late to try and bring some of the starters back in because they'd been out so long. Um, Suggs has just got to get himself under control. I know his first game back from the sprained ankle, but a lot of it's just control and, and, and understanding of when and where to attack. Orlando shoots 47.4% from the floor, 14 for 37 from deep, 22 of 26 from the foul line, a big reason why the Magic were able to come back in this game. Um, and that's all, all the numbers I have for now. Um, the Orlando Magic defeat the New Orleans Pelicans 108-102. to They're back in action Friday at the Amway Center against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in. Himboy, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey. All the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available whenever, wherever, and whenever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, has been Phil Bross and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.